We've all got the same damn 86,400 seconds per day. A few hours of wasted time here and there seems like nothing, but trust me, it adds up. Missed opportunity, untapped potential, inhibited growth and development. Time doesn't stop for anyone. Time doesn't discriminate. Time doesn't care about your feelings. The time is always right now. Get ready to be inspired. It's time for your daily dose of motivation. Let's go. Yo, yo, this is your host, Michael Russo, a.k.a. M. Ruto. This is episode number 46 of the Motivation Movement podcast titled Leadership Styles of the Rich and Famous. Leadership is more than a position. Being a leader requires taking action and setting an example. There comes a time in everyone's life where you're either intentionally or randomly thrusted into a position of leadership. Whether you're leading a team, a project, an entire organization, or just a meeting, you consciously or unconsciously are implementing one or a mix of a few different styles of leadership. There are many factors that help to mold one's leadership style. Life experience, personality, organizational culture, environmental influences, and beyond. It's very common to think about leadership and leaders as simply good or bad. Most of us have had a crappy former coach or former boss who was totally uninspiring and negative, and their guidance may have even seemed counterintuitive at times. On the other hand, there was probably that teacher in high school or college or that team leader at summer camp who was uplifting, engaging, and extremely motivational. Leadership goes beyond good or bad, though. It's not always that straightforward. Some would argue that there are eight different styles of leadership. Some claim there are ten. Today, we're going to talk about five. The various leadership styles all have their pros and cons, benefits and shortcomings, and depending on the scenario or environment, one style of leadership may be more effective and practical than another. Today's quote is from Virginia Marie Rometty, a.k.a. Ginny, who is an American business executive currently serving as the chairman of IBM. The quote goes like this, One of the most important things for any leader is to never let anyone else define who you are, and you define who you are. I never think of myself as being a woman CEO of this company. I think of myself as being a steward of great institution. For leaders or those aspiring to be leaders, understanding the numerous approaches to leadership is very important. Identifying the successes and shortcomings of your leadership methodology and analyzing why it does and doesn't work in certain situations is equally as important. Through learning about the five different styles we're going to discuss today, you should be able to become more flexible in your management strategies and adapt to the different obstacles that leaders often face. To begin, the first style we're going to examine is called autocratic. This is a bit of an archaic style of leadership embodied by the phrase, do what I say. (laughs) Imagine there being just one leader on your team with all of the decision-making power and no obligation to implement input and feedback from the other team members. This command and control approach isn't as common today in today's workplace, but it is appropriate in certain situations. Autocratic leadership is needed when critical decisions need to be made in the blink of an eye, like in the military. Sometimes there's absolutely no time to waste The leader with the most experience and most knowledge of the issue needs to become the decision maker. Next up is authoritarian leadership, which is a bit more inspiring than autocratic. Instead of do as I say, the authoritarian leader, often known as the visionary, would ask his or her teammates or subordinates to follow me. Visionaries have a goal in mind, a set plan with defined steps laid out in order to achieve success. 
they map the path for their followers with set in stone, clear cut expectations while also uplifting and inspiring them along the way. Again, in contrast with an autocratic leader, the visionary takes the time to carefully explain their thinking to their teams. They don't just make demands and issue orders. The visionary appreciates the input of their followers. Democratic or participative leadership is exactly what it sounds like. There may be leaders who are organizationally ranked higher than the rest of the team, but they're often appointed leaders who are chosen by the majority, kind of like how our government here works in the USA, or at least how it's supposed to work. The leaders represent the ideas, the vision of the whole. Democratic leaders value feedback and participation from their teams in the decision-making process. Democratic leaders inspire conversation and discussion about the mission of the team or organization. This is a very collaborative approach to accomplishing tasks and completing projects. The downside of this approach is that when there are too many stakeholders involved in the decision-making process, it can be very difficult and inefficient to achieve consensus amongst the group. Another popular approach is the delegative or laissez-faire leadership method. If you have a competent, talented team, this can be a very successful strategy. Leadership on the team can delegate certain tasks and responsibilities to individuals who are able to be highly effective working in isolation. A premium is placed on personal innovation, creativity, and achievement. With all members of a team having a clearly defined set of responsibilities, this can create a very positive work environment that is built around ownership and accountability. On the flip side, since microdoses of leadership are delegated throughout the organization, it can sometimes be unclear who the ultimate decision maker is or who the source of command is. Next up, finally, is transactional leadership, which is rather straightforward. I give you this and you do this in return. It's similar to reward power, which we spoke about in our last episode titled The Five Forms of Power. This style is not too dissimilar from autocratic, except rewards and penalties are issued to either recognize or discipline what the followers do in response. The upside of this style of leadership is that uncertainty and speculation are eliminated because tasks and expectations are clearly defined by the leader. The downside is that the rigid structure and hierarchy can stifle creativity and innovation. In conclusion, my final thought for the day is that Part of being a strong leader is knowing which approach to leadership works best for you, your team, and your mission. Every leader has a unique style. The best leaders can adapt their leadership methods to the situation or obstacles they're experiencing. It's vital to become more aware of your dominant leadership style, and it's also important to identify the gaps and drawbacks that are established by the style you choose. If you are still unsure which style of leader you are or which style of leadership you respond best to, I'd advise you take an online leadership style assessment. Not everyone is a natural born leader, but practice makes perfect. It may seem difficult to change leadership styles or to develop your signature style, but it's worth it if the success of your organization, project, or team is truly important to you. Authenticity is contagious and inspiring. Dishonesty and deception isn't. Your followers can smell your bullshit from a mile away. That is all for today's episode, folks. Let me know what y'all think using hashtag the motivation movement on social media. Tag Adam Rudo. Don't forget to visit my new website, amrudo.com. I want to hear your raw, uncut, unfiltered feedback. Do not hold back. I'm not very sensitive. I can take the heat. I very much appreciate the constructive criticism. If you come across a great quote you'd like to hear me talk about, share it. Tune in for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review if you have some time. Again, this is your host, Michael Russo. Thank you for tuning in. More motivation, more hustle, more life.
Listening to this podcast should only take up about five of the 1,440 minutes that we're all fortunate enough to be given each and every single day. What you do with the remaining 99.6527% of the day is completely up to you. Hold yourself accountable. Take ownership of your situation. Live life unfiltered. Join the motivation movement. Let's Let's go. go.